Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hey guys, welcome to Build to Scale, a commerce show. And today we'll be talking about quiet, I think, important topic these days. It's about scaling internationally and why, you know, it might be accessible for you as a business, especially if you're right now targeting mainly U.S. market to scale to European countries and at least think about your business positioning career and how to even approach it. Because I know it, it's very complex topic, especially if you're coming from US. And even if you're in Europe, I personally talk with a lot of brand owners that even do not know how to start scaling in other countries in Europe. Because maybe you're from Germany, right? And we do understand the German market, but we do not understand the French market. And believe me, these two markets can be two two sides of a coin, right? While we're similar, at the same time, you might need completely different approaches there. But why first you might even be thinking about scaling internationally, right? And if you're not doing this, I think you should, because... When I was looking at statistics this year of a Facebook, actually looking at CPM changes, cost per thousand impressions, cost per acquisition on average, I was actually quite shocked. And I know already mentioning this number on quite a few podcasts, but Facebook revenue, this means, you know, Facebook profits actually went up comparing last year, quarter one to quarter one of this year by 48%. And their ad slot inventory didn't went up at all. This means, you know, actual competition in the industry increased and average CPA increased by 35%. Why the CPA was a little bit, you know, had lower increase compared to CPMs because like conversion rates improved. So yeah, just something to keep in mind, you know, that it's it's getting relatively scary in Facebook. And this is actually taking the numbers across the board together. Yeah, like 48%. It's, it's kind of average. I think in US it was a little bit smaller, but the rest of the world countries, this means, you know, countries besides the US, CPMs actually went up by about 180% this year. And this just shows, you know, that a lot of advertisers right now are actually moving outside of US and coming into these European markets, into third world country markets, into markets that require cash and delivery. And this is kind of one of the reasons why even like last year, we took one of a clients in Indian market that's working on cash and delivery process just to understand, you know, what's the potential in these more exotic markets and how we work and, you know, what are some, some of more like unique things you need to be having here to be successful. But maybe the most important thing, right, to understand here is macroeconomical cycles, right? We know like U.S. right now isn't very stable. We had a lot of problems and also like COVID is affecting them. And they actually printed about 35% of their currency in a single year. And it's quite likely you're going to see a huge inflation there coming into the next two, three years. Plus, we know that the market is due to for correction in U.S. And there's like a lot of questions even about the viability of U.S. currency in the future. Because there's basically, you know, so much fake money printed where that has no backing that it, it simply is losing the value. 
And, you know, just looking at these macro shifts, I'm expecting relatively shaky few years for the U.S. economy. And when U.S. economy isn't doing that well, if your business is solely based on U.S. and you're making at least, you know, 50% of your sales towards U.S., it's quite likely, you know, you might experience some hiccups yourself. And this is why I think right now is just a good time to be thinking a few steps ahead and diversifying. And to be honest, this is what even we are doing with agency. We are always trying to think like a few steps ahead, what's happening in the market. And I do not want to be like the person that, you know, just talks about uh, conspiracy theories or something. But reality, you know, how I think is it's best to be prepared for the worst, but expect the best. And this is exactly like that, you know, there's just too many signs that there might be something bad. And I would much rather be prepared as a business owner to survive this than versus, you know, just be blissfully ignorant about it and, and basically do not do something only to get hurt afterwards. So yeah, and if you're thinking about international expansion, I think like usually a lot of business owners think about Europe first, right? And I completely agree with that. There is like a lot, a lot of potential in Europe. And we have been working with some brands in Europe that are doing big numbers. We are doing, you know, like 30, 40 mil, let's say Germany. And it's quite amazing, you know, how much revenue you can be generating in like few European countries compared to US. In US, there is just much more competition compared to Europe. But in Europe, you usually need completely different approach versus what you're doing in US. In US, you can just create a product, you know, run some ads and, you know, that's kind of it. And once you go to a higher level, then you can be introducing influencers and all these things. With Europe, right, you first of all have to understand that it will be harder to get to these numbers, right? Uh, because once again, the market is smaller, which means you have to take a bigger, bigger market share of this market. And to do that, you know, you will need most likely quite a bit more investment. And you might need to reach cash, you might need to spend much more on, well, not a direct paid advertising, but more on branding, on brand awareness, and TV ads, like all these things, they do actually matter much more in Europe compared to US. And my, you know, advice when you're thinking about going into US, right? First thing is test in English, right? Just use your website, test out like different countries and just figure out like which country is is bringing you like the best returns on ad spend, you know, what what is the highest potential for the market. And few of the top candidates, I would say, is definitely Germany, Switzerland. You can just combine these countries, Hungary, then there's like UK, Ireland, and I wouldn't be disregarding Ireland, seeing some good results where even if it's like 4.5 mil people, it's definitely a pretty good place to be going towards. When you can... It, Italian and Spain markets too. They also have quite a bit potential, but it's usually it requires like, like very, very specific things there. And a lot of people do not like advertising to these markets because it's very peculiar, so to say. But my recommendation is test out these countries in English language, right? You can create like a few stacks, like I mentioned, test it out in English language, figure out which stack is working the best, and then localize, right? Create a dedicated website, create that website with unique domain, right? And this is a very important thing because people need to know that it's for Europe market, for their country. And we have seen as high as like 20, 30% bumps in orders just from, you know, changing the domain to that specific country. Then, you know, ideally you want to get a website in that language, which also really helps. 
then you need to identify like specific payment providers that that country is loving because there are like specific ones you know that each of the countries are going towards to and they usually it's kind of like a PayPal in US right that pretty much everybody has it and they are okay with it similar thing where you know there's quite a bit of people that use specific checkouts and you need to be aware of that and have it in the store so these are like kind of like from the store level, from preparation level, and from the ad side, right? This is where like the interesting things come. I know like technically and logically it should be that localized ads work better. But to be honest, in a few tests we did for like specific different brands, right? Testing English versus German or or some other languages, right? We actually almost never seen huge difference we're not sure why it is this way but you know just something to keep in mind right that you should still be testing ads in local languages basically just go onto internet literally google there's like a lot of translating services that can do it you know uh, you can shoot them over your english ad copy they can translate it in 24 hours sometimes even as low as like four six hours it will cost like 20, 30 bucks for like that way on quick translation. But you know, you're just getting speed to the market and it's quite simple. You don't even need to sometimes hire like localized people that know the specific language to run ads in. So it's it's kind of quick hack, but usually works pretty well. Another thing, you know, talking about ads, for each country, my huge recommendation is to get a separate website. This means whatever you're using, Shopify Plus, or just, you know, like using separate domains and separate Shopify server, get a separate store there because it will allow, first of all, for you to have like that domain there, but also install unique Facebook Pixel and use unique ad account. And that really helps. We have tested many cases and whenever you just have like unique Pixel and unique Facebook ad account for country, suddenly you're able to scale much further. Um, not sure why this works this way. My guess is that even just Facebook gets more data points about a specific country and doesn't dilute it with like another country and understand that, hey, this is my target market. Let me spend a bit more towards here and see how it does. So yeah, just something to keep in mind that if you want to be serious, you want to have like unique ad accounts and unique ad pixels for each of a country. I know it will create extra management, right? But you know, if you want to be doing 30 million European countries, this is what you need to do. Like it's a smaller market and you need to be extracting much more out of it, right? And yeah, similar thing, as I mentioned, you know, do not forget local payment providers. This is another very important topic, but that's kind of like a quick intro into European scaling. And if you're planning to go into like third world markets, I have seen a lot of potential in India, but in India, there's like a lot of problems with laws and Indian government. And especially if you're like not a person from India, right, it, it might be a bit tough for you to even get in there, open a company and get all the things ready because <laughs> we have seen cases where, for example, you're doing an order from China and, you know, uh, stock comes in and suddenly, you know, India just decides to stop it on, on the border and, you know, lock it out for like 90 days. We have seen cases like this. And while the market is very, very big and you certainly are able to scale to a similar lowers how you are on US if you employ the right strategy. So in this, in India, for example, you have to be targeting a little bit lower prices because consumers are very, very sensitive to a price. You might want to do a little bit more sales. You might want to position the product as in a kind of luxury, just with smaller price. 
and you must have cash and delivery, right? And you should be expecting to have like much higher ROS on the front end, but because like on cash and delivery, about 40% of people, 30 to 40% of people will not be actually, you know, taking the order. You will ha- be having some losses there. So yeah, it's it's few things. And if you are thinking about, let's say, Philippines, Brasilia, it, kind of similar things apply. It depends on the country, whatever, you know, laws there are a little bit easier. Our government, you know, is not as aggressive on e-commerce and dropshipping and all these things. But cash on delivery is like another way to approach it, for sure. But my First bet, you know, is if you're coming, especially from U.S. market or you're already in Europe or maybe in Australia, much more, you know, familiar model would be for you to first go into Europe. And of course, you're seeing like CPMs climb up there too, but just, just you know, I think it's so much easier because there's like less transitions and less like huge radical changes in the thinking and approach. So it will be much easier in general. So yeah, guys, hopefully this podcast was useful to you and highly appreciate you listening to it. And guys, if you know friends that could use some of the things we are talking about in these podcasts, I highly ask you, please share the podcast. This helps us to grow, you know, motivates us to create more content. I, I really, really appreciate, you know, every single listener we're getting. <laughs> because what's interesting, like with these podcast spaces, like it's, it's still kind of early and there's like not many listeners. I'm not complaining. We're getting actually quite a bit compared to majority of podcasts out here. But still, you know, every share really counts and every person that's, you know, is listening to a podcast just motivates us to put in more time, more effort into this and just deliver more value for you guys. So yeah, cheers and see you on another one. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.